0: F A fam, it's your boy Kev back again with another waiver wire video. So today we're going to be discussing all the top waiver ads for this week, and let's just jump right into it, shall we? No time to wait, no no reason to waste any time. It is currently halftime of the San Francisco and Packers game, so. Uh, we'll this is next week. Now, Dallas Cowboys defense has looked a little bit better now than this is before Monday Night Football, so we'll see how they look this week. But as things currently stand, I absolutely love Sam Darnold. Uh, I think he should be rostered more than 21% of leagues. I think we've seen enough from him now to know that this offense is going to be very, very good moving forward. So um, I am all aboard Sam Darnold. I think he should be in consideration as a weekly start every week, and their schedule remains uh, – amazing uh moving forward and on top of that you know christian mccaffrey is out so i think that is probably going to lean more a little bit more on the pass catchers Uh, we will talk about that once we get to the running backs but uh christian mccaffrey will be out at least a couple of weeks moving on Derek carr Still in the roster in 53% of leagues. They get the Chargers this week. Uh, really good matchup. And this Raiders' offense has just looked really good so far through three games of the season. They beat Miami today in overtime, completed 26 of 43 passes for 386 yards, two touchdowns, and one INT. He is averaging 23 fantasy points per game and gets a really good matchup Monday night against the Chargers. And they are currently 19th to pass DVOA. And, you know, this offense with all their weapons with Waller and Brian Edwards seemingly coming up uh, clutch on every last drive of the game. Uh, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro. This offense has just looked really good so far, and I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. So this Chargers, uh, you know, this Chargers defense is good, but I definitely think that this offense can get going once again on Monday Night Football. So if Derek Carr happens to be out there, I think he is uh, in in consideration this week. Next up is Teddy Bridgewater. He didn't really do anything today. Had a pretty quiet day, but they didn't really need to do anything against the Jets. I mean, the Jets really couldn't do anything all day. He only completed 19 of 25 passes for 235 yards and no touchdowns. But the Broncos do face off against the Ravens this week. And the Ravens have been hit pretty hard by injury, and they're 24th and past DVOA. So I don't mind Teddy Bridgewater as a streaming option this upcoming week. Daniel Jones, it really wasn't a great game. Um, uh, today against the Falcons, of course, Daniel Jones, you know, uh, you know, lets us down a little bit. It wasn't terrible. I think he had like 16 fantasy points. So it wasn't the, you know, end all be all, but they also doesn't have a great matchup this week against the Saints who are 12th and past DVOA and the Saints just absolutely crushed, uh, the, the Patriots today. So this, this, you don't really know whatever you're going to get from the Saints defense, but, or excuse me, the Saints offense. But, uh, as they stand, I think Daniel Jones, who continues to rack up, yards on the ground and get opportunities. So, you know, Daniel Jones is more of a middling QB2 this week. But if you're in a deeper format or possibly, a, you know, a super flex, I think Daniel Jones is an option. I put Taylor Heineke on here. He's only rostered in 6% of the but they do get a really good matchup at Atlanta. But I think he's really hard to trust. You'd have to be pretty desperate to play ta- Taylor Heineke. And that kind of wraps up where I, uh, you know, where we are at quarterback. So let's jump over to the running backs. Now, there's not a lot of running backs to really talk about. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, you know, obviously with Christian McCaffrey going down, you know, if you look at the snaps last week post CMC's exit, you know, he played 30 uh, snaps to Freeman's 10. He rushed 10 times for 52 yards and hauled in three or five targets for 27 yards. CMC is only expected expect to miss a few weeks here. So I, I I think that I wouldn't waste heavy, heavy fab on him. Excuse me, I am sick. Apologize. <clears throat> so I would not waste heavy fab budget on Chuba Hubbard because he's only going to be out a couple of weeks. Okay, and so there's no reason to go out and waste a bunch of fab on on Chuba Hubbard because you're looking at a week, possibly two weeks at most for Chuba Hubbard, right? So you know uh, I think you can Adam, and but I would not go out and waste 30, 40, 50 percent of my fab to get Chuba Hubbard because this is a very short-term injury for CMC. And not to mention the fact that this is a Thursday night game that, that they played. So that gives them a little extra time to, to get ready. So I wouldn't be surprised if he only misses one week here for Christian McCaffrey. So Chuba Hubbard, I don't mind adding him. The other guy is Zach Moss. He's only rostered in 53% of leagues. I thought that was a mistake. I checked both sides. Absolutely true. He out-touched Devin Singletary today, 16-12. to 12, Rushed 13 times for 60 yards. He also added three passes for 31 yards and a touchdown. Bills take on uh, Houston at Kansas City, and at Tennessee over the next three games. So really good matchups moving forward for this Buffalo Bills offense. And, yes, they do throw the ball a ton. <coughs> should not – you know, I should not be doing this sick. I need a, I need a break, but it's fine. We'll keep it going. I apologize for the coughing. Uh He, he, he does make for a fine low-end RB2. I think a couple stashes you could look at. Kenny Gainwell, only rostered in 34% of leagues. He has not played yet. Obviously they will be playing uh, tomorrow night, but I think in a PPR format, Kenny Gainwell makes a lot of sense. Should be rostered in more leagues than this. I think he's going to have a role every single week. And I think he's like a Neheem Hines type of ad. Peyton Barber rostered in 6% of leagues. He did have a big day today, but I just cannot mess with Peyton Barber. He rushed 23 times for 111 yards and one touchdown. He also hauled in three of five for 31 yards in a good matchup or in a, in a good, um, good game today, but Josh Jacobs very well can be back next week. So I am not messing with Peyton Barber. He, do not go out and rush to add Peyton Barber. Uh, I know some other people might call him a must-add. He's not a must-add whatsoever. Josh Jacobs will be back soon enough, and he will go back to being the third option in this backfield. So great game for Peyton Barber, but not somebody I'm looking to add long-term. Daryl Williams, I just kind of add him. I think he's a decent stash. He's getting some opportunities in this backfield. Though Clyde edwards helaire finally bounced back today, and we'll talk about that later in the week. But Daryl Williams, I think, is worthy. Tony Jones and Malcolm Brown are all kind of secondary adds guys that I think in you know, 12- to 14-team leagues you should be looking at. And some really deep stashes, Larry Roundtree, J.J. Taylor. James White did exit today with a hip injury, so we'll have to see on that. So he could end up being the pass-catching running back here moving forward. Royce Freeman, Salvan Ahmed, Jeremy Nichols, kind of the same thing. It's more of a 14-16-team add if I'm going to add those guys. So let's move on to the wide receivers, shall we? So at wide receiver, first up, our boy Maddie called it. He had him on our wide receiver quarterback matchups. You should watch that every single week. He was one of those guys that he had. Manny Sanders only rostered 25% on Yahoo, 24% on ESPN. Hauled in five of, six, uh, five of six targets, 94 yards, two touchdowns. He was 12th in air yards heading into this week. So we were kind of seeing what was coming. And he finally exploded this week. He's averaged seven targets and 64 yards through the first three games of the season. And I think he's a weekly flex option. Um, with Buffalo's pass heavy offense. And then Christian Kirk still only rostered in 51% of leagues, had a really good game today. Of course, Rondell Moore did absolutely nothing, but hauled in uh seven pass or seven receptions, 104 yards, no touchdowns, 17 PPR points. He was tied with Edmonds and targets with eight and has at least 64 yards in every game of the season. So Christian Kirk is out there. I think he's a viable flex option moving forward in this offense. Uh, I didn't I the game plan today uh for the Cardinals is absolutely horrendous. I don't know what they were doing, but Christian Kirk had himself a day. So I think those are the two like really standout guys that I think deserve to be owned in pretty much, uh, you know, any 10 team league and above. Now the rest of these guys, uh, Cole Beasley, you know, had himself a really good game today. Uh, He um, hauled in 11 receptions, 98 yards, always a play in PPR formats. He scored 14, 7 and 20 and has 30 targets in his first three games, but He's he has a very low touchdown ceiling. He's not a guy that's going to score a lot of touchdowns. So PPR formats, I value him higher. But I think in in you know standard leagues, stuff like that, I think Cole Beasley is a little bit less of somebody that I'm looking for. Hunter Renfro has quietly kind of went about his business. Targeted six times, yelled in five of them for seventy-seven yards and a score in their overtime win against the uh, against the Dolphins. He has scored double-digit fantasy points in uh, all three games this year, and he's racked up at least sixty yards and six targets in every game as well. So. PPR formats. I think Hunter Renfro really deserves to be uh, kind of somebody we should be talking about more um, in terms of just, I, I think at least as like a weekly flex option at, you know, he's only rostered in 11% of leagues as well. So I do like Hunter Renfro as long as his Raider offense continues to roll. Marquez Calloway. Oh, I have the wrong one. Anyways, uh, Marquez Calloway, uh, only rostered in 37% of leagues. He was targeted five times for 41 yards, but this is really hard to trust. I think he's a very low volume play. Okay. Because, Right now, they've they've only thrown the ball 24 times over the past two games, right? So they're just not throwing the ball a ton. So there's not a lot of ceiling there. And so until that until that number goes up, I think Marquez is hard to trust, but it does prove that he is worthy to be on your team. He he uh was targeted inside the red zone, led the team in targets with five, hauled in four for 41 and a touchdown today. So it's good to see Marquez Callaway, you know, the preseason hype train pay off a little bit. Brian Edwards. Targeted five times, three receptions for 89 yards, but most of his production didn't come until the final drive of overtime. It seems like until they need him absolutely the most is when they they target Brian Edwards. I think a breakout game is coming for Brian Edwards. And so I do like Brian Edwards, somebody that you know rostering in a 12 team league have on your bench because I think better days are ahead for him. But right now it is a pretty wide open um in terms of all the guys they are targeting. So it makes them a little bit harder to trust and really harder to put in your lineup. AJ Green continues to get targets. And he did have over a hundred yards today for the Cardinals while Deandre Hopkins was banged up. But, Again, I don't know if he's somebody that I can really trust moving forward. I don't mind utilizing him now, but I think he's just at most a flex option. Terrace Marshall went four for 48. I think he could see more volume with Chris McCaffrey out these next couple of weeks in a matchup where they're really going to have to open up this offense. Why aren't they going to be able to run the ball as much against Dallas next week? So I think Terrace Marshall, he definitely should still be on your bench, but I don't know if he's somebody you're going to be able to trust moving forward. And then the last couple of guys, McCall Hardman, Tim Patrick, both of those guys are wide receiver four, wide receiver five types, but in right matchups, I don't mind. And same with Jalen Rager. Deep leagues, like 14, 16 team leagues. Van Jefferson continues to get opportunities as a number three wide receiver. Canarius Tony, we're gonna have to monitor with the injuries there. Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard both left today for the Giants. So Canarius Tony could be involved much more in this offense. You know, this Giants uh wide receiver, or this Giants offense cannot avoid injury. I don't know what you know what, what is going on there, but every year it seems like half these guys are always hurt. Uh, Canary Tony obviously the first round pick. So maybe he gets more involved moving forward. Deshaun Jackson hauled in three catches for hundred yards and a touchdown. I just don't think you're going to be able to trust him on a weekly basis. I think it's going to be very, very hit or miss on when you can trust him, but it was good. I mean, he really could have had a bigger day. They missed him a couple of times and they finally connected on a deep touchdown, but Deshaun Jackson, you know, even though, you know, he is 31 years old, still has some juice left in those legs. So I don't love adding him in a 12 team, 10 team league, but I think if you're desperate, I, I don't mind it. And then Anthony Miller, Josh Palmer, Byron Pringle, those are more 14, 16-team league ads. And uh, last but not least, let's move over to tight end. We actually have some guys to talk about this week. Mike Kosicki, the number two scoring tight end this week, uh, gets ending next week. He caught 12 passes on 12 targets for 86 yards, 18.6 PPR points. So, so far, he is the number two scoring tight end this week and really looks to be Jacoby Brissett's security blanket moving forward. So, I like Mike Kosicki, 56% rostered i know a lot of people have probably dropped him because he hasn't really done anything through the first two weeks of the season but if he's sitting out there i like him especially with jacoby Brissett's going to be the starting quarterback at least for the next two weeks moving forward while while tua is rehabbing with this rib injury so i like mike isicky pat Fryermuth. terrible 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 on my part with the uh spell check there friar much uh it is Fryermuth. muth uh anyways hauled in three of five targets for 22 yards and a touchdown um, with all the injuries to the pass catchers, Juju left. Deontay Johnson's obviously hurt. The rookie is a decent uh, option at tight end on 12 team formats. He did catch a touchdown today. Uh, so I, I don't hate it. And without bad tight end really is. I mean, it, it's, it's not hard to envision playing one of these guys just because it is so hard to trust most of these guys. So in a, a decent matchup, I don't mind Pat Fryermuth and Gerald Everett. He also uh, 554, 10 PPR points today, kind of hit or miss, Uh, had a good week one, really kind of bombed week two, then bounced back again in week three. So I don't mind him. And then Dawson Knox, quietly only 4% rostered, 449 and one, with 14.9 PPR points. He does have 12 targets through uh, three weeks. And on an offense, they're going to continue to throw the ball at a really high rate. I don't mind targeting Dawson Knox in deeper formats. You know, I think in, you know, again, 12, 14-team leagues. I don't mind Dawson Knox because, let's be honest, the tight end landscape is an absolute wasteland, and he's put up some decent numbers so far through the first three games. So I don't mind Dawson Knox, especially as a red zone threat down inside the you know, inside the red zone. So that will pretty much wrap up the list. Let's see what we got in here. Uh, Walito, A.O., Mr. Wong, time to drop Rondell Moore. Absolutely not time to drop Rondell Moore, boys and girls. It was a, listen, it was a terrible game for Rondell Moore, no doubt, but there's better games coming. I don't know what they were doing today. It was really, I think, I know I saw the first half, like they'd run more than they passed the ball. I'm like, what are we doing here? This is the Jaguars' terrible defense. Why are we doing this? That, you know, they were, uh, and so I didn't understand what the, what the game plan was for today, but I think we are not dropping Rondell Moore. It was one bad game. We're not worried about it. We're going to keep it moving. And you are at Porsche. I already dropped Rod. Um, I already Sanders. Uh, that was not good. Should have waited a little bit longer. The the writing was on the wall. One thing we should always look for in wide receivers is air yards, market share of air yards, obviously target share, and then yards per route run and yards after the catch are kind of the big things there for me. So, anyways. Yep. Hey, I always win. That's all I do. Anyways, 15 minutes. Got it done. I am sick. I have a sinus infection. I have I apologize for the coughing. It's not what I want to do. Let's get back to watching these games. We will see you guys in a couple of days with the streaming options. And then don't forget, we have our rankings of the videos that will be coming out. And then we'll go live for the start set. I appreciate everybody checking out the video. Until the next one.